And as the blind man, in the insane asylum, reached orgasm, he let out a shriek. The prison guards had been watching him all along, and erupted into a roar of laughter when he came. They then proceeded to take turns smacking his bare belly, until it was beet red. Honey, dinner's ready, are you coming down to eat? Just a moment, dear. I'm recording another narration, for those heroes journey fools. I wonder who will ejaculate, on whom, this week. Oh dear. I don't understand why, you keep working with those disgusting young men. I wish I didn't have to. But work is scarce these days. And David Attenborough, still has not died. So the need for a British narrator, is met. But Clarence, can you even call this a job? Those boys don't even pay you. That's because I foolishly agreed, to a percent of the show's profits. A staggering zero dollars. Wow. Quite the fortune. You know what? I am fed up. They are arrogant, lazy, hedonistic, and quite frankly, I think they have sex with each other. I'm going to text them right now, to tell them I quit. Dear Heroes, Journey, Lads. It is, with great, discomfort, that I, inform you, of my resignation, from the program. I hope, you understand, and wish you, all the best, moving forward. XO, XO. Signed, Clarence. Ah yes. They each replied with the same gif, of an angry Donald Duck, smashing furniture in a fit of rage. How mature. Ah. Now they are sending me photos, of massive cheeseburgers, and saying, this could all be yours. How tempting. Oh. What's this? A link to a website. Dare I open it? That's all I need to see of that. Ta-ta lads. May you, and your little show, rot, in hell. I'm so proud of you dear. I think you'll be much happier now. I agree. I still can't believe I let them convince me, that I was getting in on the ground floor, of the next apple. Each of them claiming to be the next Steve Jobs. Ha! What a laugh. Steve Jobs. More like Steve, unemployed. Ha! That was a good one Clarence. Looks like you should be the one doing a podcast. Not them. You know what? That's not such a bad idea. A voice like mine, combined with my sharp wit, and wealth of knowledge, could produce a show, far beyond the filth that they've subjected me to. In fact, exit the room wife. I am going to record my first episode, right now. Hello, and welcome, to Highest Brow. With Clarence Barron. The show where I, Clarence Barron, combine my superior intellect, wit, and speaking voice, to create a concoction of entertainment, so stimulating, it will leave your jaw slacked, and your body shaking. You may be familiar with my work, on the unpopular podcast, A Hero's Journey. 
And you'll be relieved to know, that this will be nothing like that. Now, let us begin. I talk for hours, covering topics like religion, medicine, and human nature, all while sipping glass after glass of a fine burgundy red. It was absolutely liberating. I felt as if my mind had shifted into a new gear, one that I didn't even know I had. Late into the night, when I finally stopped recording, I had to catch my breath. Exhausted, and positively, blackout drunk, I clicked, upload. Then immediately collapsed at the foot of my chair. Twelve hours later, I awoke to a cell phone seemingly about to explode. Time magazine called it, an undeniable thrust into the new age of philosophical discussion. The London Times dubbed it, the awakening of a sleeping genius. And, Us Weekly, said, my marriage was on the rocks. So much was being said about me, as a result of this single podcast episode. And like a fool, I believed it all. Blurring the line between man and prophet, Clarence Barron, defiantly establishes himself, among history's greatest thinkers. Clarence, this is fantastic. All this time, I had no idea you had this in you. Of course you didn't. Sharing those thoughts with you, would have been like shouting, into a void. Clarence, what a terribly rude thing to say. Well sometimes, the truth doesn't sound so sweet, wife. Or should I say, soon to be, ex-wife. Excuse me? You heard me. An upgraded life, calls for an upgraded wife. Sorry, but I don't make the rules. Oh wait, yes I do. According to a Rolling Stone article- Clarence, it's great that you're having all this success, but I'm afraid that you're letting it go to your head. I'm sorry. Go to my head. Who is it that you think you're talking to right now? Clarence, we've been married for years. I know you pretty well by now. Silence. You have only known the side of myself that I have allowed you to see. It's time for me to finally break loose from the shackles you have bound me with, and soar among the gods. Now leave me at once. I have more genius to share with the world. I settled in for another episode, and poured myself a tall whiskey. Hello. And welcome to the highest brow. With Clarence Barron. I am indeed. You guessed it. Clarence Barron. Nearly ten minutes into the episode I had blacked out from the whiskey. I needed my mind to be free-flowing, so as to not hinder my genius. After which I promptly went to sleep. Only to wake to more praising of my genius. Clarence wake up. You need to read these articles about your podcast. Why? Just to read more praising of my superior mind. I need not waste my time with things like vanity. Just read it. Let's see here. From prophet to bigot, oh how the mighty have fallen. What is this? Is it April the 1st already?
No. Here's some more. All right then, let's see. Take that, rewind it back, Clarence Baron got the stuff to make your booty go fart. What in the hell does this one even mean? I don't know, but it's definitely not good. Oh, would you look at this? It would seem I've been invited to be a guest on the hot seat with Trisha Derelio. A chance to tell my side of the story. I would be a fool to miss this, and I'm no fool. Hi. Welcome back to the hot seat with Trisha Derelio. I'm Trisha Derelio. And here with me today I have the elusive man that is making headlines all over the world. Clarence Barron. Clarence, the whole world is shocked by your second episode. Using many slurs and rambling incoherently. How do you explain this change? Did your quick success go to your head? Quite the contrary, Trisha. This newest episode was merely an art piece. A pasquinade of the modern artist and the fragility of the mind that becomes encumbered by fame and fortune. I wasn't sure the world was ready for such a brave artistic direction, and I suppose I was right. Wow. So what you're saying is that it was all an act. And how about the 35 minutes of quiet snoring at the end of the episode? Can you tell us more about that? Of course. That was alluding to the vapidity of modern entertainment. We listen to music. Podcasts. Our friends telling us about their days. But are we really listening? We've become so overstimulated with our senses that it is all simply white noise. What is the difference between snoring for 35 minutes and Joe Rogan telling us about his new gorilla diet? The way I see it, nothing at all. Amazing. I guess it all did go right over our heads. Well, that's all we've got time for. Thanks so much for coming on, Clarence. Happy to be of help, Trisha. Well, there you have it, folks. What seemed to be incoherent ramblings of a drunk racist turned out to be a gripping satire of the modern entertainment industry. Is Clarence Barron the greatest mind of the 21st century? Well, that's for you to decide, America. I'm Trisha DiRilio, and this was The Hot Seat. After my appearance on The Hot Seat, my fame had exploded. I was being praised as the next Nostradamus. A prophet of the modern era. Before long I had gotten word that I was in the running for Time Magazine's Person of the Year. A few days later I got the news. I had won by a landslide. Whenever somebody rises up in the world, there will always be the beggars trying to take something from him, and I was no exception to this. Clarence, get in here. You have to see what's on the news. What could it be this time? Another we want to have Clarence's Babies Club. It must be killing you to know how wanted I am. Damn it Clarence, would you stop trying to guess and just watch? We've just received reports that there has been a large lawsuit filed against Clarence Barron. Three young men out of Oregon are claiming that the voice of Clarence Barron is the intellectual property of their podcast and are suing Mr. Barron for a whopping $1 billion. 
I should expect nothing less. The hero's journey lads are still up to their old hijinks. The success of another, can drive a sane man mad. People that I had long lost contact with, came crawling out from under their rocks, in search of a handout. There's someone at the door, dear. Well, well, well. Look what the fucking cat dragged in. Miss me, son. Quite frankly, I was hoping you were dead. Clarence, I can't begin to tell you how sorry I am. I'm so ashamed of the choices I made all those years ago. But I'm not like that anymore. I've changed, son. I really have. Oh, how convenient. Suddenly when there's something to gain from me, you want to come crawling back into my life. Is everything all right, dear? Who's at the door? Oh, just a filthy beggar. Looking for a handout. Sorry, sir, but I have nothing for you. Now leave my doorstep, and never return. That's what you're good at, after all. Please, son. Just give me a chance. Clarence, is that your father? That's no father of mine. I'll stand here all day if I have to, boy. Maybe you should talk to him, dear. At the very least, to express all the pain he's caused you. Perhaps it would bring you closure. You know what? That could make for some great content. Get in here, rotten man. We are going to hash this out, on the air. Mono, e mono. Hello, and welcome, to a very special episode of The Highest Brow, with Clarence Barron. If you don't know who I am by now, then you must have just awoken from a coma. Today, I am joined by, Alfred, Marin. My deadbeat father who abandoned my mother and me, 30 years ago and left us in poverty, while he pursued a failed career as a musician. What's up, Clarence? It's great to be here. Oh, the pleasure is all mine, Daddy-O. Now let's get to it. We've got some lost time to make up for. Fueled by a nearly fatal dose of Parrot Bay coconut rum, I subjected my father to a relentless firestorm of verbal and physical abuse. A deep rage that lived inside me came bubbling up and erupted like a volcano. Every birthday, every school play, every single important milestone of my youth spent fatherless. My mother working the graveyard shift at fucking Denny's just to put food on the table. And that food was always a half-eaten grand slam. I covered it all, every painful detail. And he listened. I went on and on. But no matter how despicable and evil I accused him of being, he made no excuses. He blamed no one else. And he listened. In my head, I knew he was only here for my newly found fame and fortune. But still, I couldn't resist a feeling of gratitude. I finally had the attention of my dad. I found myself instinctively passing him the parrot bay as my rage slowly subdued. A turning point came 
when I heard him slip in, a disparaging remark about immigrants. This would ignite a spewing, of many shared opinions between the two of us. I was careful to explain these, as micro, art pieces, intended to satirize the dark underbelly, of the unenlightened. But I gave him a wink, as if to say, I'm bullshitting right now, to cover my own ass. I began to see myself in him, and he, in I. Like the way he pronounces spaghetti as, Pasketti, just like me. Or how he refuses to spit out mouthwash, as to not waste a perfectly good buzz. And of course, the bountiful slew, of shameless bigotry, that dribbles out of our mouths, like a leaking spigot. Despite our thirty years apart, my father and I seemed to fully understand each other. I was even reminded of my own son, and first wife, that I myself, had abandoned just a few years prior. I realized then, just how easy it can be, for things like that to slip your mind. I honestly had forgotten that I even did that. By the end of the evening, I felt as if a missing piece of me was restored. Kept awake purely by the excitement of this promising new relationship, our lengthy recording session reached its end. We clicked, upload, then passed out on the ground, side by side. His hand on my back, as if to say, at a boy, son. When my father and I awoke, still sharing the embrace we had laid to rest in, I, as well as my father, had been greeted by an onslaught of calls, emails, and texts as I had come to expect by this point. Alfred. I mean, Dad. Yes, what is it, son? Well, this morning I have received even more love than I had even expected. It seems having you on the podcast has cemented my truly massive influence. Our reconnection was so gripping that it finally pushed North and South Korea to settle their differences, and become allies, on a mission to unite the entire world in peace and harmony. They have been calling us, the saviors of the new world. Well that's fantastic news Clarence, I'm glad I could be of help to you in your new life, and your new career. I'm happy to be part of your life once again. You have helped me more than you could even know. And that's why I've decided that I'd like you to stay in my life. Not only as my family, but as my business partner as well. Just as I planned. What did you just say? What? I didn't say anything. I could have sworn you just muttered something under your breath. You're hearing things, son. Hey you too. What a wonderful day. I'm so happy to see you have reconciled your differences and found some common ground. I'm so very proud. I didn't know you had felt this way about family, Clarence. Yes. Of course I am a family man. I am a man of substance, who understands that true wealth comes from the love and support of one's family. Now for the love of God will you, just once, shut your trap and leave me to accomplish something. But Clarence, that's all that I... No more. Goodbye. Now. Dad. 
It's time we go spread the word about my new partner, and bask in the glory of our genius. Let's get on a talk show and promote ourselves. A splendid idea, son. I've actually received a call from the Today Show about having us on together. Hello. Welcome back to the Today Show with Nicole Avery. I'm here with the two men who need no introduction. You've seen Clarence's face all over the world. On the cover of Time magazine. 60 feet high in Times Square. And even now as the centerpiece of the new flag of the United Republic of Korea. And now, the man who created the masterpiece has joined us as well to share some insight of his own. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Clarence and Alfred Barron. Hello Nicole, and you're welcome. Wow, I've never been on the telly before. Hehe. <laughs> You'll get used to it old chap. Now pipe down and let's dive right in. Shall we? Of course. I can't even begin to tell you how much the world has loved this newest edition. I mean the real honesty. The emotion. Crying together for 25 minutes. It was so brave. And I think the whole world was both shocked and excited to hear about this abandoned family of your own, Clarence. Oh. Right. That. Yes, well, obviously I am a family man now. He's just like his old man. Well, I can tell you everybody is just so excited about getting more from the other barons. Yes. And that's what I wanted to come and talk about. From now on, my father is going to be my manager, and my partner. I'm making up for lost time, and I am going to share the rejuvenation of a lost relationship with the world to see. You're going to be seeing a lot more of me, Nicole. Well, I think I speak for everyone when I say I can't wait for that. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Can't wait to hear what comes next. Again. Nicole. You're very welcome. Dad, as my manager I need you to take care of that family. I need to get the media off of my back. Just send them some money and call it a day. All according to plan. I'm sorry. Speak up for me. No, I didn't say anything. I'll send the money right away. Ha. Huh. Well, all right then. Thanks, Daddy O. Now come on, we're on Jimmy Fallon in 30 minutes, and I can't wait to smack him around a bit. We were living the dream. Bouncing from show to show, spreading the message of love and forgiveness all the while ignoring call after call from my nagging wife. Just when I thought things couldn't get any better, we received a massive offer. An opportunity to record the next episode of the podcast, which we retitled, The Baron Boys, in front of a live audience. The venue. Madison Square Garden. A film crew set to document the entire show, and every major studio executive in attendance. This would no doubt, be our biggest episode yet. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great honor that I introduce to you the men that made us think, cry, and call our parents to tell them we love them. One half of this duo 
is a philosopher and an avant-garde artist who just last night portrayed a damning satirization of human conflict by smacking Jimmy Fallon in the face so hard it knocked him out. And the other half is his father, who proved to the world that it's never too late to ask for forgiveness. So, without further ado, I present to you the Baron Boys. Ah yes, you're welcome. You are so welcome. You're welcome. Wow, the whole place on their feet. Wait, why is he sitting? A wheelchair? Well, lift him up, will you? We all need a helping hand from time to time. You're welcome. You are indeed welcome. All right, simmer down now. We've got a lot to cover this evening. Dad, would you like to do the honors? It would be my pleasure, son. Hello, and welcome to the Baron Boys. With Clarence and Alfred Baron. I'm Alfred Baron. And I'm just some random guy. Yes, I just wandered in off the streets. Thought it looked like a bit of fun, you know. You don't mind if I crash here, do you? You're welcome. For that joke. It's funny because you all obviously know who I am. Now. On with the show. I'd like to start by wishing my dear friend, Jimmy Fallon, a speedy recovery. He was a great sport, and should take pride in the important role he played in the quest for peace. Now that that's out of the way. Dad, I understand you have a surprise for me. That's right, son. Do you remember that pack of cigarettes I went out to buy the day I abandoned you? Yes, of course. Well, that wasn't a lie. I did buy a pack of cigarettes that day, but I never finished it. I smoked them all, except one. That last one, I've been carrying with me for 30 years, saving it to share with my son. And I brought it here with me tonight. You... You held on to that... All this time, just... For me. My God. I don't know what to say. How about you don't say anything, and we'll light this puppy up, right here, right now. What do you think, folks? Should Clarence Barron, spark one up with his old man? I'd say that's a yes, Dad. The show, was a triumph. We gave them everything they had come to expect from us, and then some. And every single joke I told, destroyed. Say, Dad. Do you know what Waluigi's favorite convenience store is? No, what is it? Wawa. The show reached its end to yet another standing ovation. I saw the network executives licking their chops, ready for an all-out bidding war for the footage. We could have left right then, but as men of the people, we decided to stick around for a little audience Q&A. Um, holy crap, hi, Baron boys. Hello there young lady, don't be shy. Um, first of all, I love you guys so much, and I just think you're like, so awesome. You're welcome, now out with it. What is your question? 
Um, I was just wondering, whatever happened to that lawsuit those Heroes Journey guys filed against you? Oh, not much. The courts wouldn't take such a ridiculous claim seriously. Just a little publicity stunt to promote that dreadful show of theirs. That's what I thought. They are literally such dick writers. That they are. Okay, who's next? Hello, my name is Cynthia Downs, formerly known as Cynthia Barron, and I am the first wife and mother to the son of Clarence Barron. Cut her mic. I'm here to tell all of you that Clarence Barron is a liar and a hypocrite. That's enough. Preaching forgiveness and family values while refusing to be a father to his For son fuck's or even sake, offer any will financial somebody cut her mic? There was also an attempt on my life one week ago when two hitmen broke into my home and tried to strangle me with a piano wire. I suspect Alfred Barron to have hired Cut her mic. as an attempt to avoid paying me to keep quiet. This woman is clearly deranged. I will not deranged. be silent any longer while these crooked men pass themselves off as prophets while being guilty of such terrible things. It was a disaster. The biggest night of my career, ruined by a crazy ex. While her comments weren't enough to totally finish me, I could feel my grip on the public's trust loosen. When security finally removed her, we did our best attempt at damage control. Lobbing attacks on her character, appearance, and using the word bitch many times, we repaired at least some of the damage done to our image. We exited the venue with our heads spinning and went straight to TGI Fridays for a hot meal and a conversation about what had just occurred. You tried to have her killed. Are you mad? I told you to pay her off. It was the only way to be sure she wouldn't talk. You would be thanking me if the guys I hired weren't so pissed drunk that night. I don't care. You may be my manager, but I am still the boss. You run things like that by me next time. Are we clear? Yes, it would happen again. Good. I love you, Daddy. I love you too, boy. How are you gentlemen enjoying your steaks? Everything is exquisite as usual, Reggie. Dope, dope. Is there anything else I can get you guys? Another drink? Some dessert? No thanks, I think we're about ready to head out. Just put it on my card. You got it, boss. So anyways, Dad. What say you and I pick up a bottle of wild turkey on the way home? We can go shot for shot until one of us divorces my wife. Sounds like a perfect evening to me, son. Um, sorry Mr. Baron, but your card was declined. Excuse me. Try swiping it again. Nope, still says declined. Get a different machine. This one is clearly broken. It has been working fine all night, but okay, we can try a different one. Still declined. You're swiping it too fast. Let me try. What the hell? You need to twist your wrist more when you swipe. No luck. Maybe if I swipe the other direction. Is there another card you could try? No, this is our only one. Let me have a go at it. Is there a repairman you can call to come fix your machine? It's clearly in desperate need of some TLC. I can look into that, but maybe try calling your bank. 
just to make sure it isn't your card causing the problem. Oh right. The guy who just sold out Madison Square Garden can't pay for his meal. Do you hear yourself, lad? Hey, all I'm saying is it's worth a try. So be it. Hello, yes, this is Mr. Baron. My waiter, Reggie, is saying my card is declined. Yes. What is my balance then? One dollar and sixteen cents. That's not correct. What? Seven thousand dollars worth of jewel pods. Dad, do you use a jewel? Oh, ah, uh, yes. That was me. It's helping me quit smoking. But you still smoke all the time. You are smoking a cigarette right now. Oh, ah, uh, damn it, ah, uh, old habits die hard. I'm making progress though. Very well. What's that? $50,000 for jet skis. Dad. Was this you? Oh, um, yes. It was going to be a surprise for your birthday. I got us some jet skis that I thought we could fuck around with. Wow. That sounds like a blast. I can't wait. And what else? P.G.E. What the hell is P.G.E.? Portland General Electric. Dad. Is there a reason we are paying an electric bill in Portland, Oregon? Oh, God. What? Son, you just have to trust me on this. What I'm doing is getting in on the ground floor of the next apple. This sounds familiar. And what is this ground floor of apple? Would it happen to be the Hero's Journey podcast? What? How did you know? I've been through the same thing with these heathens. I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, after all. No, 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 these guys are the real deal. They wined and dined me, took me to dirty local pub and let me order the T-bone steak. Then they told me about you and how they needed your voice. I'm ashamed to say your dad might have had a bit too much to drink that night. But regardless, they brought us back together, boy. Our relationship is real. Our relationship is real. It sounds like you've been lying to me this entire time. I'm done with you. I knew you were up to no good the second I saw you on my doorstep. I should have trusted my instincts. But Clarence... Save it. And get the hell out of here and never come back. Breaking news. Sources have told us that the dynamic duo that took the world by storm Clarence and Alfred Barron have split ways after an undisclosed argument. We aren't sure exactly what has. Oh, oh, was that? Ladies and gentlemen, I have just been informed that Alfred Barron has joined a competing podcast. Something called A Hero's Journey. In the months following the falling out with my father, I went deep into the bottle. Every podcast was a rambling from my broken heart. It didn't take long before my show had started to decay. My followers were becoming uninterested in hearing me cry through every podcast. And to make matters worse, I began to see a Hero's Journey podcast slowly creeping up the charts. Week by week, one place higher in the ranks. Hello. And welcome to the Afternoon Talk, 
I'm your host, Charles Crankson. I have with me Alfred Barron. Now, Alfred, could you please tell me more about this exciting new podcast of yours? Of course, Charles, and you're welcome. So I am very excited to be a part of A Hero's Journey. Working with such free-flowing minds really challenges me creatively and allows me to express myself in ways I never thought were possible. And how do you respond to those calling this podcast a gross release from some of the most damaged minds in the country? Well, Charles, I would say that they are clearly missing the entire point of this podcast. It is a satirical take on the comedy of the modern era. It breaks down the idea of what a story needs to be and takes it off the rails to prove that intelligent writing and well-thought-out storytelling is a thing of the past. It's a bit Tarantino and a little Bob Dylan. It's free-flowing and it's vulgar. It's a true expression of modern comedy being told with a lot of heart. Wow, words from the heart from Alfred Barron. As always, Alfred, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Of course, Charles. And as always, you're welcome. That self-righteous prick. He learned all of that from me. He can't do this to me. Clarence, maybe it's time for you to stop paying so much attention to him and just focus on yourself. Get back to the podcast. The way it was before he ever came back into your life. Show the world you've still got it. My wife was right. And I did try. I gave it everything I had. Day after day I put out new podcasts, and day after day my ratings fell. While a hero's journey, and my prick of a dad, kept climbing. Within two months they were the top, podcast in the world. Feeling enraged, and cheated, I decided to listen to their most recent episode, titled, The Horny Man's Predicament. Let's get this shit started! Quiet down. The show's about to begin. We have a new story yeah. cooked up. I wrote the intro. And let's give it a try. Let it rip. Hi, my name is David. David Garthapod. And I am very confident. You think you're confident? Dude, you couldn't even come when you just fucked my perfect body. Of course. Yeah, okay, that's just because I had just jacked off before we had sex. You jacked off? When? We have been hanging out for the past 12 hours. You remember that shit I had to take? Yeah, I was jacking off to some TikTok type bodies. They had only fans, so I paid $10 to see them suck and fuck, and I jizzed in the toilet then flushed. Jesus Does Christ. Does that make me a pussy? Well, why don't you just fuck me when you're horny? Because I was aroused by the body of the girl I saw on the internet. Is that such a crime? News flash. There are sexy bodies in the world that aren't yours. David, you can be such an asshole sometimes. But I do appreciate your honesty. And I am still very attracted to you. What the fuck is happening? Do you think you could wank on my body if I got naked and turned you on like those TikTok girls? No. If you're naked, then I will fuck you. End of conversation. Good God. Okay. Then fuck me. No, I want to go home now. You are being too desperate. I need some bro time. Okay, fuck you. Get out of here and have your damn bro time asshole. Okay, thank you, I will. But first, can you suck my hard cock is still a raging boner. No, you lost your chance. I am going to hop on Tinder and find some other douchebag. Okay, I will go. Your loss, bitch. Enough? 
This is complete nonsense. I couldn't bear it. I was too encumbered with emotion to think logically anymore. I became bedridden. My wife caring for me like a nurse. She would slide a little toilet under me that I would shit and piss in. One day however, I got an interesting email. From a hero's journey. Subject line, apology. Well let's see. Oh yep it's a chimpanzee masturbating. Real classy chaps. Good one. Oh okay, and here's another one. Let's see here. L-O-L-J-K. We got you so good. But for real though you should come back to our pot. Look what we got. Oh okay then there are about 30 pictures of giant oozing cheeseburgers. Clarence, is that from who I think it's from? Do they want you back? Yes. But I am not interested in being any part of that debauchery. I am civilized. I am the highest brow. But everybody deserves a second chance Clarence. And it could do you good to finally get out of this bed. Well I just gave my dad a second chance. And look at how that ended. Oh. Yes I suppose you're right I didn't think about that. That's right. Because you never think. Well what about third times the charm? Third times the charm, eh? Well that is a saying. And they don't make sayings up for no reason. I'll tell you what I am going to do it. I'm going to give them another chance. And I did give them another chance. They flew me out to their podcast headquarters in Portland, Oregon. When I arrived, the helicopter had landed on the top of the tallest building in the city. I stepped inside to an immaculate space. Minimalism with a touch of mid-century modern. It was gorgeous. There was a bustling staff. Buzzing with excitement and all working in perfect harmony. It was like something out of a movie. Oh hello. You must be Clarence Barron. We've been expecting you. Please come right this way. So for a hero's journey we have prepared a contract for you to not be an employee, but a partner of the podcast. Working alongside everybody else, performing as a prominent voice in many episodes to come, and splitting all the profits evenly and fairly. So far for next year our profits are projected at $12.7 billion. We are just trying to keep up. Okay, and here we are. You're soon to be partners. Hello again son. So what do you say? Wow. I guess this really was the next apple all along. What's the next episode called? The man who nailed his cock to a tree. Well lads, I suggest we get to it. We've got work to do.
Oh, oh, oh.